You don't seem like you're in the mood for shenanigans today. No, no, no. Listen, having that scare there with uh, Skype not working to start things off isn't a way to set the tone for the show. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Love a good tone. Love show tones. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love show tones, Joe? Well, we'll find out maybe. Oh, okay. There's only really one musical, as far as I'm concerned, that's any good. Okay. And that's the Blues Brothers, and that's it. Do you count that as a musical? Yes. I've been over this with a lot of people, and they're like, oh, well, the Blues Brothers perform, you know, and that's a lot of what it is. And then they're in church, so people sing in church. I said, the second Aretha Franklin's waitresses start dancing and singing, it's a musical. And when all the people dance and sing in the street outside Ray Charles's music place in sync, that makes it a musical. You take those two numbers out, and that's a movie about a band. Okay. That's See, my... because I, I always think of it... Now, do you think of it as a musical first and then a comedy? Or do you think of it as a musical comedy? Or do you think it is a comedy musical? That I've never gone that deep. So I would say... Because there's more comedy and two musical numbers, and the rest are performances, if you mm-hmm. gather what I'm trying to lay, that it's a comedy musical, not a musical comedy. Okay. Because I take a musical as, like I said, like if people sing exposition, and even though Think is a song, that's her telling her husband, that's a that's the thing. But where, you know, they they go to the to the to the place and they go to the, the cowboy bar and they sing. That's different. Now, when I put it into uh, uh duck, duck go here, it does say it comes up saying musical slash comedy. Well, that might be, they might not have a genre called comedy slash musical. That might how they do anything. That's both funny and musical. Right. It's just that I think of musical first and not musical comedy. Or even comedy musical. Now, the real question, of course, is uh, what do you consider uh, Blues Blues Brothers 2000? Um, A fucking mess. Okay. That's it. That's... I've seen... So I don't don't get trapped by this. (laughs) I'm assigning you a movie this week when we do After Dark, or when we do the uh, Patreon show. I've seen Blues Brothers 2000 like once, uh-huh. like I don't know how many years ago, but like I was like, this isn't any good. So I've never really watched it other than like parts here or there, you know, after that. I so wouldn't that have seen that because I would then have to watch it. Right. That's the nuclear option as we always Mm-hmm. So I see what you try to do there. No, no. Listen, I I, I looked it up because I wanted to see what like your IMDb is, your Wikipedia is, and stuff like that. And when I just put it in, like right on the right hand side bar there, it just says Blues Brothers musical comedy, nineteen eighty. And I'm like, oh okay, well that that answers that, you know? Right, right. I'm trying to think if there's any other good music. I'll probably get yelled at about this, but that's the only one that I've ever really watched, you know. See, because what I was actually going to look up was um, if the soundtrack had, like, the songs from the movie in it, you know? Like, those other performances, not just 
Yes, it has Aretha Franklin's Think and stuff like that okay. because I own the, I own the soundtrack. That's how good that movie is. Right. And hey, you have Frank Oz as a correctional, you know, officer, so that's always good. And I see the Peter Gunn theme is on the soundtrack. Yes, it is. Now, as I'm looking at this here, because you said Ray Charles, um, because I see Cab Calloway, I see James Brown. Is the okay? There's the Ray Charles. Okay, shake. Okay, perfect. Shake a tail feather. There you go. All right. And think is on there. You said right? Yeah. Love think. Think is so good. So I would say the Blues Brothers is a musical. Okay. Comedy. <laughs> it's a comedy musical, but yeah. Comedy musical. Yeah. There's comedy and there's music. Let's just put it down. Uh-huh. So, uh, would not be an episode of After Dark without these two things. One is more of a <laughs> ongoing dramedy, if you will. Right. The other one is uh, more new, if you will. Right. Uh, how's the wall? Um, they haven't got back to me. The, the upper up on the agent hasn't gotten back to me on whether or not they cleared my, what's the, uh, estimate. So. Okay. This week I'll call them. I gave them a week. Now it's time to, you know, I wait. I like to let it go an extra day just so I can say nothing happened on the show. Cause I know how much you love when I do that. Uh-huh. It's almost like, you know, just. The fact that my my wall is broke and I don't do anything about it is a rib against you somehow. No, I've now I'll say this. I've had people tell me that this is their favorite part of the show right. on After Dark. I've had people say that that's my wall now. <laughs> right. Um and I don't I don't I I want nothing to do with your wall other than it being repaired. Right, right. So, so you're just you're just waiting for that handwritten counter offer to be taken care of. Yes. So we'll give it a call this week. This week's been kind of busy with like my, uh, my father doing taxes, which I have to help him with since he's 70 some and other things. So uh, just, and in case you're wondering, yes, they did uh, extend taxes one month from April 15th. So it's not like we're late. No. So I, 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 um, we always get our taxes done super early. Um, so when I saw people like, oh, uh, tax has been extended a month. And I'm like, good thing I had them. Like, I've had them done and that money has been gone and moved and so forth. Do so, you know? Mm-hmm. See, my father always has to pay, I think. So he yeah. waits as long. But I always tell him you could always get the taxes done and not. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, send them in till later, and also and or get an ex- you can always get an extension on payment if you want. Like that's never a problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. He's just like oh, I'll get around to it. Like he's I don't know, Joe. Uh, like I, and I can't stand it when somebody needs to get something done and they just drag their feet the whole time. Drives me nuts. It does. Yeah, my father. I'm like I. Uh, the apple really fell far from the tree on this one, Joe. Do you want me to talk to him about the wall as well? <laughs> um, he's uh, no, don't that you just confuse him. But uh, yeah, you can give him a call if you'd like. I'd love to see you sit down and have a conversation with my old man. Do you want him pickled or unpickled? When when you do it, uh, 
Medium pickled? Uh, give me like a little dill, you know? <laughs> a little dill? Okay. Vlas, a, a little kosher, a little dill. Sure. That's right. Only only a quarter bottle of Yajanufka before you go. Oh my goodness. Gesundheit, by the way. <laughs> right. I think it was actually a name of an episode once, whether it was this show or the lesser show that started us, but it was, uh, that's a black, that's Polish blackberry brandy. Mm-hmm. It's my father's favorite drink to start door with before he goes out that's what he uses like that's the oil that he puts into the uh gas uh the the, the, the lawnmower before right. he yeah that primes the pump there you go. <laughs> so so the other thing that's become the staple of uh after dark these days right has been previews watch but i know you'll be thinking you listened last week previews watch is done Previews watch is like 95% done, right? right. It's like ivory soap, 99.99% pure. Right. Not a sponsor. June 92 came in the mail today. Oh, did it? Good. Now, in the interim, uh, we did find somebody who is selling both May and June for a pittance in comparison to what I bought this one for. Right. That's the minor March previews debacle here. Right. And then, obviously... It's always fun to check in to see how the fake, the the lesser wanted uh, March 1992 previews is. Mm-hmm. The more common one, if you will. Right, the crappy cover. Right, the, 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 the cover you've seen before hundreds of times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to check in, though, because, um, you know, the eBay listings, there's still that one guy that's still offering it at $2,500. Good luck. Right. Um, and in, in addition to him, uh, there's one, two, three, four, five others on there. Okay. Right. Zero of the other cover, I just want to say. Zero. Right. Six Except- of this one, zero of the other one. Right. I know which one I would want. If I'm looking for the rare, hard-to-find variant. Right. And it looks as though those other ones are leaning to about, like, they're all creeping down to about 500. I like the one with 500 and all the flame emojis. Uh, where's that one? Oh, you didn't see that one? It's at f- it's a starting price of $500.08 out of Canada. Oh, okay, yes. The Okay, yes, yes, yes. The eight cents one. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, so just like to keep an eye on that because Todd, did you know there's not one, but there's two other first appearances of Spawn that have recently come across our desk? I I know. I think I posted it the other day that it's the true golden age of Spawn first appearances. (laughs) So, uh, friend of the show, Dwayne Duldascar on Twitter, uh, pointed out to us somebody... Uh, with CGCing copies of Malibu Sun, right? And they're touting this as the first appearance of Spawn. I don't know what the hell the Malibu Sun is. I think it's like a newspaper for Malibu comics back in the day, like those comics papers that we would get for, like the comics. I don't know. It's not the journal at the shop. You know what I mean? The free papers. I think it was like something that that they just put out to advertise their stuff. Now, there's a bunch of these on eBay. I don't know if you looked at these. The Malibu Suns? The Malibu Sun. Yes. 
You did look at these on uh, eBay? Yes, a couple of them, yes. That they go for a, a heft. I don't know how, I don't know what they go for, but I know what people are asking for, you know? Right. Asking is one thing, going for is another. I don't think they're going for anything. I think they're going out the door. Right. Well, I saw one that sold on, a- well, here, sold on April 17th, and it wasn't, it was an 8.5 CGC, and it wasn't like a, a, a what do you call it, best offer, $499 it sold for. Uh-huh. So that's ask that's asking and getting on that. Uh-huh. One. I saw one sold um for like 660. See another right. one 770 731 825 etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But then I see there's the error edition where it's miscolored. Oh, that's the one you want. Well, that one sold for 2 grand. It sold? Yes. How come we're not doing Patreon uh, <laughs> Malibu Suns and had those in the in the hopper? Well, Maybe. because we decided on previews. I didn't know what the hell Malibu Sun was until you tweeted it at me the other day. I'm kidding. I no, mine was the other one. You're okay. So then we have Rocket Ranger number four, right? Which is also the first appearance of Spawn. Yep, Spawn, and I like the ad. It's like, Rocket Ranger 4, first appearance Spawn, early preview key. Now, this one doesn't look like it went. For, it goes for as much. This one you can get for under 50 bucks. Right. And then there's some, unclar- there's some uh, unclarity if it's issue 3 or issue 4 that has it. Right. Because issue 4, they open right up to the page. Issue three, you just have to take them at their word that that's the first appearance of Spawn. And I believe that you should always take everybody on eBay at their word if, you know, you're buying something. Did you know Rocket Ranger was also an NES game? I was just going to say there was a Rocket Ranger NES game. I don't know if they're related or unrelated. Now, I'm wondering if the Great White song Wasted Rock Ranger has anything to do with this. If it's the same character, just a, a drunk on Yajinovka. Um, so, uh, you know what I, uh, Todd, you know what I say the first appearance of Spawn is? Whatever Todd McFarlane says it is, if he answers you? Well, no. Um, I say it's the alternate variant cover, scarce hard to find, of March 1992 previews, until that sells, and then it's Spawn number one. Right, right. And I like the guy who was selling the Malibu Suns with the CGCs. Uh-huh. And it's like, and nowhere on there does it say first appearance of Spawn, which blows my mind. Like, yeah. blows my mind. Because when you get a CGC number one Spawn, like, it says it. First appearance of whatever his, like, shoot name is. And then Spawn, Al Simmons. But whatever. So there's there's that. And then... Uh, the fancy gentleman was saying years ago or a while back, he sold a variant cover that was like like a reprint from years later or something. And like people are selling that online now as a variant to the first appearance. I'm like, people, like, where does this stop? And like, it's on Spawn. I'm waiting for it to be on like other other things. You know, like, ah, don't get me started. Even though I'm already started. Right. Well, I got you started. I wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go upstairs and find what junk I have, and try to figure out how to make it someone's first appearance. 
Just be like, what do I have here? Oh, I have a, a wind-up toy? That's the first appearance of somebody. Who? Uh, who was the Spider-Man villain? Wild Whip? Wild Whip. Oh, we should corner the market on Wild Whip appearances. It, it, <laughs> it's time <laughs> to start pushing that as a thing. Right, Wild because at some point they have to re-up the copyright, right? And he's going to get a story. You would think so. Oh, what if he's in the next Spider-Man movie? Like, that? we already had, what, Homeward Bound and Homecoming? (laughs) Home Whip, Home Wild Whip? Well, he would be like, um, like the secondary villain or something, you know? Right, uh, that deep bench on the third best rogues gallery. Mm. First best, but, well, so I can say second best, because nothing's beating the Flash, but... That is true, and nothing's beating Batman either, but anyway. <sighs> so I wanted to uh, just address the ongoing Spawn controversy. It'll never end. Oh, I think it will. One of these days, there's going to be a con, like New York Comic Con, and it's going to be the anniversary of Spawn or something, and Toddy Boy is going to be there, and I'm jumping the rail. Or I've tweeted at Todd McFarlane several times about it, and he hasn't responded or blocked me, so... Right, and uh, what you need to do is now get them all. Like, you can't just be one or two or dabbling. Yeah. You have to be, this has gotten a screen cap, like, all four. Be like, this has gotten out of control. Once again, wait until we sell ours. Wait. But then, like, be like, Spawn 1, previews. Uh, Malibu Sun, Rocket Raccoon, or whatever it is. And then just be like, Rocket Ranger, and be like, you have to make this call. This is getting out of hand. And, and do that, because when you kind of link one or two, like... He's going to be like, neither of those. It's, it's, it's Spawn. But if you get them all in there, I think he'll answer on the 73rd time. Uh-huh. I like your idea of going to a convention and harassing him publicly. And I mean, like, I mean, like, oh, uh, like if it's close to the last day, like really harassing. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind being exited the building, if you get what I mean. <laughs> Bleeding I cool, just need to be more story. proactive and see if and when he does some media or some press or something to, you know, promote something, you know? Right, the upcoming Spawn verse. Yeah, yeah. And then just kind of use that maybe to finagle our way in there to harangue him with those sort of questions. Right. What you need is a completely unwieldy hashtag, Joe. I heard they work. <laughs> They've worked in the past. Is is the first appearance of Spawn, and just write all four out. That's your hashtag. Malibu Sun <laughs> or Rocket Racer or what was it? Rocket Ranger. Rocket Ranger. Yeah. Rocket Ranger. Please, Todd. I need to know. <laughs> right. That's the hashtag. Easy, it's easy to follow. We'll get shirts made up. We'll right. That. It, it has to be a long sleeve shirt. And right. you have to put your put your arms out in like the sad Scotty Flamingo pose. Right. And it goes from one sleeve across your chest <laughs> to the other sleeve. Right. What about Spawn? What about his first appearance? That's right. But you know, that shirt in conjunction with uh release the Smokey is the bandit cut. And I'm right. good to go. Kill two birds with one stone. You know what? And I'll say this. 
if given a choice, if like wishing person comes to me tomorrow, I don't know what we like choose your denomination of a wishing person, right? Right. And says, I'll give you one. I'll give you the definitive answer from Todd McFarlane of what the first appearance of Spawn is. Right. Or whoever owns the rights will release the Smokey as the Bandit cut. Yeah, I'm choosing the Smokey as the Bandit cut. There's because you're getting more mileage out of that. Exactly. Then because we all know Spawn number one's the first fucking appearance. Right. But the world needs to see the Smokey as the Bandit cut. All that's there is imagination at this point, and I want reality, Joe. The definitive answer in regards to what the first appearance of Spawn is benefits minimally two people, me and you. <laughs> Whereas the Smokey is the Bandit thing is going to open up generations mm-hmm. to Smokey and the Bandit. Right, and then when they do like the black and white version... And they have, like, the food boxes that you can buy, Joe. Right. Oh, my God. So much you can do with it. An El Diablo sandwich. You just – and a Dr. Pepper. That's – anybody who's seen the first Smokey and the Bandit knows. Because we ain't got time for Hush Puppies. I'll tell you right now. No? Nothing? No, I don't know. That one doesn't – That's the only scene that – in the whole movie of Smokey and the Bandit, the only scene that – Burt Reynolds and Jackie Gleason are in. They stop at a restaurant and they both are at the counter at the same time because they were doing the movie and they were like, they had realized that they had shot the like almost the complete movie. And Jackie and Burt Reynolds were never in the same scene at all. Like they didn't even have to shoot together. They were like, all right, you go shoot your scenes and we'll shoot these. And they're like, shouldn't we have at least like eat at least met? And they end up both stopping in this uh, local choke and puke to throw a few bags of groceries down their neck, as they say in the trucker speak. And they go in and uh, Burt Reynolds is eating and he comes in. He's like, hi, nice lady. Give me an El Diablo sandwich, El Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. And I'm in a hurry. And he's like, and then the son, he's like, he yells out to juniors. Like, you want anything? He's like, hush puppies. We ain't got time for that shit. He's like, great movie. Uh, so what the hell is an El Diablo sandwich? It's a spicy sandwich. That's all. I don't know. Okay. I figured you would know in your, um, Smokey is the Bandit, uh, uh, lunchbox or whatever. Oh, I would. Oh, do they have one of those? Do they have a Smokey is the Bandit lunchbox? Because I would buy 10 of those. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just, they just mentioned that it's an El Diablo sandwich. So I'm guessing it's just a spicy sandwich. Now you have me typing slowly. Right. See, it just uh, um, uh, it says uh, would be a pulled pork sandwich in a bun with some form of spicy barbecue sauce or hot sauce. For the purist, one must use Trappy's hot sauce, Mexipep variant, <laughs> as it was this it, as it was the brand that was on the counter in the scene. Oh, do they still sell that? Ah, uh, that's a great question. Because I kind of want one, even though I will never use it, because we are both wusses when it comes to hot sandwiches. You certainly, Todd, you can go on Amazon right now and use our click-through mm-hmm. and buy a what appears to be a 32-gallon drum 
of Trappy's Louisiana brand hot sauce for $17. I'm going to slather myself in Trappy's. Oh, a Trappy slip and slide, Joe. No, Trappy's is still uh, in business. Good. Smoking the band and put them on the map. Yeah. And it looks like you can get them at like your local grocery stores and so forth. Right. Do I? Do I have to? Do they have social media? Do I have to harass them on social media? <laughs> then we want to become the official podcast of Trappy's Hot Sauce. Oh, and make it quick because I'm in a goddamn hurry. All the they they um they have a website, mm-hmm. but they don't appear to have like a social media. You know. They're an old-fashioned, family-run company. They don't need social media. They just need the merits of their hot sauce. Right. Now, wait a minute. Uh Uh-oh, he found Trappies. Now, see, it's one of these things where, like, their website has no access to their social media. Right. Not that they've done anything with their social media since January 2nd. Right. Will you join us on our crusade to hashtag restore the smoky is the bandit cut? Is that the correct hashtag? It's release, like release the Snyder cut. Release. Okay. That's what we always use. So, release. okay. Okay. So I'm tweeting at them, will you join us in our crusade to release the Smokey is the Bandit cut? Okay. We'll see how that goes. And which, uh... My account. Oh, you use your account? Okay. I was just curious. So have you blocked? No, oh, my goodness. And for a second, I thought you were saying trapeze. No, no. Like Again, the... It's just, it's, again, trapeze, T-R-A-P-P-E-Y-S. Right. It doesn't, uh, it's not the clearest sounding name, you know, like red hot. There's no <laughs> right. communicating what that is. I know what trapeze is now. And uh, whenever we, whenever we go to New York Comic Con, there's a bagel shop that we always stop in, in like downtown New York, in Manhattan. And they have an El Diablo sandwich and mm. we just want to get it just to have it. But they don't sell Dr. Pepper, so we never did it. And bring your own Dr. Pepper. I know, but I want to walk in and be like, I uh, I want an El Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. Make it quick. I'm in a goddamn hurry. So um, how are you looking with future movies to assign? Um, I definitely have another one, so we're good there. And I have two. Well, I have two okay. that I'm doing, so... Then two after that, I have to uh, gather up. Okay. You want to do one off the list real quick? Uh, sure. Which one? Just right off the rip here. Mel Gibson. Okay. Okay. Uh, so looking at the list, a lot of his um, Aussie films, Kiwi films, what do we call them? Uh, I, I, Aussie, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so uh, it, I think it will be easier for me to say the movies that I have seen. How about that? Okay. Uh, and I'm just going by the Wikipedia list here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Mad Max. I've seen the Mad Max 2. 
Uh, I seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Okay. I seen Lethal Weapon. I seen Tequila Sunrise. Uh, I seen Lethal Weapon 2. I seen Bird on a Wire. I seen Air America. I seen Lethal Weapon 3. Uh, I saw Man Without a Face. Uh, Mother covered half the screen. I didn't even know he had a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I saw Maverick. I saw Mm -hmm. Braveheart. Um, He's a voice in Pocahontas. I don't know if we're going to count that, but I seen that. Mm -hmm. I seen Ransom. I seen Conspiracy Theory. Uh, I seen Lethal Weapon 4. I seen Payback. I seen The Patriot. I don't want to lie and say that I've seen What Women Want, but Mm -hmm. I've definitely been in the room many times when it's been on. Okay. Okay. Um, I seen Signs. Uh, I've seen Passion of the Christ. Even though, you know, technically, like, I don't think he stars in that, you know, but... Right, I think he's just a director. Right. And I think that's it. Okay. Good to know. I won't be upset if you assign me Hacksaw Ridge. Would you say that? Okay. Okay, I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, And then I also hear Boss Level uh, is good as well. Right. You want to? If you, I don't know if you've seen those or not, I've heard they're good. Okay. Whether or not they are or not is another story. Okay, we'll just have to wait for Lethal Weapon Five to come out. Mm-hmm. And not the "It's Always Sunny" one. No, that one I've seen as well. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, um, you know, I know uh, if you're listening to this, there's a very good chance that you're a Patreon person at the five dollar level and uh, i'm going to mention this in the main show as well um we todd and i like the fact that you give us money to do this show and in my mind when you do the patreon you are paying us for doing the regular show the main long box heroes show and then the patreon shows that you pay for are what we give you for free if that makes any sense right like that's how my mind works Okay. Because when you pay for the Patreon, what is the dollar or $2, $3, $4, $5, or however much did you pay a month, you're paying for the main show. So by you paying for the main show, we're obligated to give you extra stuff. Right. So if you like extra stuff for me and Todd, you know, as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can get the uh, two bonus shows, which we do end up talking a lot about because they do take up a lot of time and they're a lot of fun. I I think they are. I I honestly say... And not just because it's the Patreon show. I have a blast doing the previewing the past, man. As much as I love the movies, like, you know, because you never know what you're going to get from the movies. But the history that you get from the from the previewing the past, oh, my God, I love it. And we're coming up on, like, big bits of history soon, you know? Yes, we are. I mean, we're still a ways off from Dollar Store Batman, but there's a lot between now and then. Right. And that it's, it's the road to Dollar Store Batman. <laughs> yes. Say. It's, you know, the adventure. So it's, sometimes it's the journey, not the destination, Joe. And I remember within the last seven days, I saw someone, uh, you know, who may be mentioned on the main show this week, uh, tweeting out that it was the 29th anniversary of the first issue of Youngblood. 
Oh. And I'm like, ooh, that means a year from now it'll be the 30th anniversary. Oh, that means we'll be talking about it on the podcast. I can't wait. I'm counting the seconds. All right, everyone, thank you very much for listening to episode 336 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. And, uh, yeah, see you all here next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.